Hello out there. And how are you today? Welcome to the latest installment of the Man Cave Huddle. I'm your host, Greg. Where today, for some people, it's a day of elation. For the Shermer family, probably not. If you haven't heard by now, head coach of the New York Giants, Pat Shermer, has been dismissed of his duties of head coaching for the New York Giants. So I know that has some of you happy, but others might not be happy in that general manager, Dave Gettleman, still retains his job. Now look, um, I am not in the popular community where I feel like both of them should go. I feel that Pat Shermer, it was clearly evident that players that he was given were not being developed. The winning wasn't there. Camaraderie wasn't there. And he just didn't have control of the locker room nor the team. When I look at, and winning, obviously, is the mitigating factor to everything. When I look at Dave Gettleman, look, the winning is not there, and that's a big strike against him. But he's only been here for two years. He's not the head coach. For the head coach, you'd like to see some type of improvement. You didn't see it as a Giant fan. But as a general manager, when you could see the style that Dave Gettleman has when he's trying to rebuild a team. Like I told my friends before, I said, look, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. And this guy isn't the, I'm going to go out like past GMs and get big-time splash players and pay them a whole bunch of money. He has a model, he has a mantra, and he has a way of going about doing things, and he gets and he drafts players that fit that system. He wants to be able to run the ball, he wants to be able to stop the ball, and he wants to have a good QB. He's drafted a running back, he's drafted offensive linemen, he's acquired offensive linemen, some more mistake, i.e. Nate Soldier, and he's acquired the quarterback. Defense, he's, he's put some players in place where they may not be household names, but in terms of the defense, these are young players that could actually, the puppies, as he said in his press conference, could blossom. I mean, let's keep in mind, the New York Giants led the NFL in starts by rookies. So when you sit there and say that, you kind of got to give them a look. They did lose a lot of games, but these guys are puppies. That's what you have to keep in mind. And I'm thinking that's why the Giants kept him. Along with two draft picks that probably to this point saved his job. Saquon Barkley, and let's keep it real, Daniel Jones. Those guys look like their future studs. And that's probably why he's going to be given at least another year to see if a new head coach could change this around. Who do I think the head coach should be? I'll let you know in a minute. But these are some of the guys that are out there that have gotten requests. Um, offensive coordinator from the New England Patriots, Josh McDaniels. Special teams coordinator from the New England Patriots has also had a request. Um, Mr. Wingdale, the defensive coordinator of the Ravens, has also been requested. And he has been rumored to have the offensive coordinator of the LSU Tigers as his offensive coordinator if and when he were to be hired as a coach. So that would be very interesting. You have an offensive coordinator that is very dynamic 
and you have a defensive coach. And I think that's where the Giants need to go with the next coach, a defensive-minded leadership type of guy. Uh, Jason Garrett, for um, I can't say former, but I don't know if they're going to extend his contract or re- I don't want to say renew, but give him another contract. Uh, Mike McCarthy, former head coach of the Green Bay Packers. All these guys are in the mix. A whole bunch of other guys too. But for me, um, oh yeah, and, and Mr. Uh, Rule, Matt Rule, current college head coach of the uh, Baylor. For me, these guys like McDaniels, he's a he's, he, he's uh, an assistant for the New England Patriots. And whenever these guys leave, you think that you're getting maybe part of the Patriot dynasty and you're going to get part of the Patriot greatness. None of these guys ever pan out. Jason Garrett, he's a former Cowboy head coach. You actually want him? Are the fans going to embrace him as the head coach? I don't think so. Mike McCarthy, he has an antiquated system. And can he work with Dave Gettleman? Because one of his things was he wanted to be the coach GM, similar to what Ron Rivera is getting in Washington. Can he work with somebody that's going to be the GM? And his system was all slants and flats. Occupy the flats, run slants. That's what we had with McAdoo, and it wasn't working. So has he with his time off, changed and evolved? Or is it just the same stuff and it's just looking different? I don't think that that guy is the guy that should be the next New York Giants head coach. The special teams coordinator for the New England Patriots. Now, that's thinking out of the box. You sit there and say, you want somebody new, somebody innovative, somebody with some creative, bright ideas. That's somebody, if you want to think out of the box, that's a guy where it's like, what do you bring to the table? Okay, that sounds interesting. But, like I said, none of these Patriot guys pan out. Um, The one guy that I feel that should go and the Giants should put all the chips in the middle of the table for is Matt Rule. Why? When Tom Coughlin was here in 2012, he was an offensive line assistant coach. So there's blood in the ground in New York. What do I mean when I say that? When you are a head coach of any team in New York, you got to understand what comes with that. The hate, the vitriol, angry fans, how every day we're going to be all over you for everything. And you just got to let it, you got to do a Jay-Z and just brush it off your shoulder. And I don't think Pat Shermer did that. I think there was a certain point in time where the losing, the hate from the fans, the media just pounding him. He just was very rude and just very antagonistic with the with the media, and it just didn't work out with him. If you're not going to want to talk to the media, do a Bill Belichick and just say we're on to next week, where you're not giving them anything, but you're not saying anything to make yourself look bad. Because part of the head coaching, in my opinion, is you need to have that leadership. You need to, look, we're going to win this weekend. Yeah, but you're playing, uh, look, we're going to win. And I don't feel Pat Shermer had that type of leader of men mantra to him. And I think that's who the next guy needs to be. And I think with Matt Rule understanding, I've been in New York. Tom Coughlin was hated. Tom Coughlin was despised by the media. But you know what? He won two Super Bowls. And he understood no matter what happens, I'm just going to get to the point. 
I don't care about the macaroni and cheese and sweet potatoes. I'm just going to give you the protein of the conversation, and that's it. And I think a guy like that is what you need. I think we've had two offensive coaches, and it just didn't work out. I think you need a defensive guy, and this is what Matt Rule brings. I mean, he coached Temple. And people, when I used to sit there and say, Temple's pretty good. And people used to say, Temple, aren't they in the AAC? Who's Temple? What's Temple? Well, you know what? But prior to him getting there, they didn't have a lot of 10-win seasons. He was there, and they had back-to-back 10-win seasons. And on a Saturday night, gave Notre Dame a run for their money. He got a couple guys into the NFL. His defenses, when he was at Temple, were I don't want to say top five, but they were one of the top 15 defenses in the country. Yeah, remember when Temple was good? He was their head coach. They were, they he took programs like Temple, Baylor, where with the scandal they had, they were literally thinking of getting rid of the football team. And he's literally brought two teams that were not in the garbage. They were at the bottom of the garbage where the juice and the rain and all this, that garbage juice mucking together. He's taking teams from that and built them up to be legitimate contenders. He almost had Baylor in the playoffs this year, man. He was going toe-to-toe with Oklahoma. Baylor. He had his backup quarterback. No, he played Baylor in the Big 12 title game. Had three quarter, and knocked out his starter, brung in another one, and then brung in another one, and was toe to toe with them, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. He looks like he's one of those no nonsense dudes, man. Where it's like, did you get the job done? Yeah, but what happened is, no. Did you get the job done? No. Grab some gator and take a seat. That's the type of discipline you need right now on the Giants. And I understand that the player now. There's a certain type of way that you could talk to them and you can't talk to them. You really can't talk to players and the old school way of making players feel like garbage, thinking that that was going to motivate them because they hated you so much they wanted to take it out on the other team. That doesn't work anymore because the players are so empowered now where, look, you're not going to talk to me like that because I'm going to be here longer than you. So if you're going to talk to me like that, I'll just quit until the next coach comes along. And that's what happens. But there is an advantage of hiring Mr. Matt Rule. He's gotten these college kids to follow him. He's been able to lead them. And as I mentioned earlier, the New York Giants lead the league and starts by rookies. A lot of these kids are a year or two out of college. So he knows the culture and the mindset of young 20-year-olds. He knows what they like and what they don't like, how to effectively communicate and how to effectively motivate and lead them. And that's what you need right now on the Giants. You need somebody that's going to be a leader of men and not just say, I have all this talent, and how do I use my assets to my advantage? No, you need somebody that's going to be a leader of men and say, this is how we're going to go about doing things. You may not like it, but we're going to punch you in the mouth, let you know what time it is, And if you're going to beat us, fine. But it ain't going to be easy. Because right now, it's pretty easy. Going up against the Eagles, 17-17 game. 
And then it almost felt like, let me go to the kitchen and microwave my food and watch this, the, the, the last bits of this game. It might be interesting. You come back, bang, boom, boom, bam, 34-17, like, oh. yeah. Saquon Barkley just had a 64 yards of tight. Yo, what happened, yo? That's what I'm talking about. No fight. No bite. None of that, the dog in you. That's what you kind of want to see. You want to see the dog in the player. And I just didn't see that a lot this season out of the Giants. Now, Dave Gettleman, the GM, he had a press conference. And I listened to what he had to say. And I took down some things I wanted to talk about and just basically surmise what I think is going on with the Giants. I think the Giants were very, 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 as an organization, management, ownership, a very antiquated organization because they, the Giants, are upgrading their the back end of the scouting department and they've hired four people to come in as an analytics team. The way all sports are now, I'm shocked to hear that they have waited this long to have an analytics team come in because you can't tell me that the Baltimore Ravens saw what they saw out of Lamar Jackson and said, this is how we're going to effectively use him. They probably figured analytically, if we get this quarterback and he hits these numbers, although running isn't the forte of the quarterback, I'm sure they said, look, if we could get a 1,000-yard running back and a 1,000-yard rushing quarterback, and if he passes for a certain amount of touchdowns and rushes for a certain amount of touchdowns, we'll be in the playoffs. That's what analytics say. In college now, they say something where if you can have 40 sacks and 20 interceptions, you're a 10-win team in college football, according to analytics. That's a lot. But you know what? Those are the numbers that analytics groups tell teams bring this player in and they help you hit these numbers so you can be an effective group. Now, look, another thing that he said is, is he took a lot of blame and he took a lot of, I understand that it's my job to put a winning product out there and I didn't get that done. And it's all about the puppies needing to grow up. I firmly believe that with him, he's riding a dying with these draft picks. Meaning that whomever these draft picks are, they're going to sit there and use them to be the players that bring back the Giants to greatness. Is it going to happen next year? Greatness? No. But can we see growth next year? I think that is what's going to save Gettleman's job. Now the draft isn't here. But for, if you want to ask me now what's going to save Gettleman's job, it might need to be something along the lines of like five, six wins next year. And you sit there and say, how could you keep a gym with five, six wins? Well, do you see them winning more than that? I mean, let's also be realistic. Are they just the, the losses that they are having, are they going to be the losses where we're losing 34-17? Or is it going to be losses to where it's like, look, a rookie mistake, inexperienced mistake, and we lose by three points in the fourth quarter? That's growth. And I'm sure that's what Gettleman is hedging his bet on and that that's what we're going to see next year 
And that's what we're going to experience and have a little bit of growth. Greatness, that, I think we're going to have to wait a while for greatness. Next year, it's just going to be about, look, can we at least be competitive? That's what I want to see. Can we at least just be competitive? And, can, and I'm hoping that they get this guy, Matt Rule, in because he's proven that he could turn it around and do it quickly at that. And he understands that there is no time to waste and that next year is going to be the year. We'll see. But the only thing that's going to change your opinion, the only thing that's going to excite the Giant fan is when the W column has more than what the L column has. But only the future will tell. Thank you for listening. I will give you my uh, positive quote right here. My positive quote is, some people may hate you for being different and not living by society's standards. But deep down, they wish they had the courage to do the same. Some people may hate you for being different and not living by society's standards. But deep down, they wish they had the courage to do the same. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody.